Welcome to Art Ladders, The Creative Climb with Valerie Allen and Armin Mersman. This podcast is focused on interviews, features, and stories about art. It's for artists and art lovers. I'm Val. I'm the abstract artist in the group, joined by Armin, the realist. dear listeners, and welcome back to Art Ladders, The Creative Climb. This is our 53rd episode, and we're so happy you're here. Today, we're going to be talking with Julie and Mike DeBoer, founders of Mastrius, based in Canada. We're excited to tell you more about that enterprise. But first, I'd like to say hi to Armin out there in Podville land. Hey, Armin. Hey, how are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. I'm excited about this. Mastrius is kind of Taking over the world with, uh, <laughs> it's, with it's art education our world. and uh, mentors and those kinds of things. Val and I are both part of it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very positive. So I'm really excited about talking to both of you about how did this come about? Where was the seed <laughs> of this? Uh, and all those kinds of things. And I think our listeners would love to hear the same thing. Yes. So we will start with a few uh, topics here. And Mike and Julie, you can decide. <laughs> You're kind of like us. You're a, a married couple. We are. So you can decide who answers this question first. How about that? Because the question mm-hmm. is, I'd like to hear a little more about your backgrounds before you started Mastrius. Where are you coming from? And mm-hmm. want to start? Question. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a long story. We're have, we'll have to Ooh, keep I that like long uh, stories. <laughs> short and sweet. <laughs> um, well, uh, Mike and I have been married for 26 years. Uh, we have a long, uh, fun history of adventure. Um, Mike is a person who who does not see op- obstacles. He sees opportunities. So uh, we've done a lot of cool things in our marriage. Mastery is being one of the highlights. So um, my background, and then I'll let Mike take it, is um, I was a nurse, actually, an RN once upon a time. Um, and uh, when our kids were little, we have three grown children now. When they were little, I bought some paints and some canvases and taught myself to paint. Uh, they were in school, so I had time to do something that interested me. So I didn't actually pursue nursing. And uh, I built my own career, which uh, in part, the good, the bad and the ugly led to Mastrius. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that part. Oh, sure. Oh, that's so interesting, that especially the nurse part of it. That's that nurturing component. And I've seen you, Julie, on many, many different events and online Zoom type things like we're doing. And that comes across. The nurturing part definitely comes across. I appreciate that so much. So oh, cool. thanks for sharing that. And Mike, how about you? For sure. Um, yeah. And Val and Armin, thanks so much for having us on your mm-hmm. podcast. Um, this is an honor. Um, oh, yeah. So pre pre masterious background. Um, so I graduated from university as a mechanical engineer uh, many decades ago now, it feels like. Uh, and so started my career as a, as an engineer and, uh, and very quickly, even though I did really well in school, I very quickly realized um, I much more enjoyed the people side of industry than the, the engineering side. So I, I joined the dark side as it were and 
<laughs> got into project management and people management and, and all that kind of great stuff. Um, so you yeah, have uh, over 20 years of experience in the energy industry as a people leader, senior executive sort of thing. Um, and as Julie mentioned, yeah, we're, we're married. We've been journeying together now for 26 years as a married couple with three kids. Um, I, I, so as a, I've got an engineering background, but also a bit of a creative background. I'm not a painter, uh, although I joke that I am watching all of our weekly live events and, uh, my very first painting will be a masterpiece because of all of the, the painting wisdom I'm absorbing. Um, <laughs> my, my background, my creative background is a, a guitarist. I've been playing with, uh, with bands in various churches for, for many years as a guitar player. Oh my goodness. I didn't know that. That's, that's wonderful. Armin, you have a guitar get connection in a way with Mike. Yeah. I've been in playing a little bitty way. In a little bitty way because I've been playing all my life and uh, I still suck. No. <laughs> you know, I, we're we're uh, really connected, Ermin. Like, you know, I, I like drive the neighbors away when I play and all this kind of stuff. But it's fun. It's fun for me just to play power chords. I'm a little bit more of a, a, a metal guy. And so I play and I get a lot of complaints. So I try not, but it's still there. Oh, we are know, kindred spirits. That's right. You are kindred spirits. And Mike, I um, I recently went to a residency and one of the um, organizers of that group wasn't an artist, but he is a, uh, I would say more of the management type that you're talking about, but he was, he's very uh, good at listening to creatives and then translating what they need into action. And I mm. hear some that similar entrepreneurial spirit coming through in what, you, what you're doing. Am I, I think I'm reading that right. Am I? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, uh, I'm a very action driven individual. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the uh, adventures Julie alludes to are, are action driven adventures. Um, like one, one of which we were part of a, a group that, uh, it planted a brand new church and that involved moving across town and setting up our family in a whole new neighborhood. And yeah, uh, very, very action driven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been an adventure for sure. Oh. Uh, I did not when I married Mike that uh, he was going to stretch me so far out of my comfort zone so many times. But I ask you, uh, well, one thing. What was that moment when you said yes we're going to start this. It's going to be called Mastrius and tomorrow mm. we'll be online. <laughs> <You know>? mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we were doing something a little different before Mastrius. I'll let Mike talk about that and, and then I'll take it. He can pass it to me. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, this Mastrius has been an evolution. Um, the very first part of it was I sort of reached the point in my engineering slash leadership career where I, I decided I want to do something a little different. And, and I envisioned, uh, I, I saw a need for mid-career corporate managers to learn leadership skills. As I was crawling up the corporate ladder, I, I, I learned about these executive coach type people and learned that you know, all sorts of people at the top of, of companies have executive coaches. And it's like, well, 
mid-career leaders could sure use an executive coach. So the, the first iteration of Masterius was called Leveling Up. And it wasn't for artists. And it was, we were online. We were, we were Zoom. Uh, we were Zoom before Zoom was cool. This was all pre-pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, but it was all online and it was about leadership. And this was back in 2018. And Julie joined the team uh, on our marketing team, maybe somewhat reluctantly, because that's much more corporate-y than, than, uh, than her background. Uh, and we traveled together leadership stuff until spring 2020 when COVID hit and our entire leadership demographic said, you know, Mike, Julie, love what we're doing here at leveling up. Uh, but I can't justify leadership training. Like the company is shut down our, our leadership budgets. I don't know what my job's going to be. So I'm going to pass the torch to Julie to pick up the story from there. Okay. Yeah. So like he, he mentioned, I was a fish out of water in corporate land and uh, when COVID dried up the business, I was secretly quite re- relieved. <laughs> but we had this mentorship model that we were using for leadership that was so good. And the feedback we were getting was was really rich, like life giving. Um, you know, people are finding success. They're getting connected in community. And so I thought, oh, you know, my people need this. Um, I had been an artist then for over 10 years. And I just knew that this model would do wonders for the art industry. And so I put up my hand and said, well, since our business is dried up, what about how about we, we try this model with artists? and see how it goes. And Mike being the adventurous, positive person, he said, okay, let's do it. And so very quickly we pivoted and I put out a call to my network across Instagram land. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, I had a good healthy network across Canada and I put the word out there. I had a meeting uh, on Zoom and uh, 40 some artists came I reached out to my mentor, David Langevin, who is a big name here in Canada, and said, hey, David, I have an idea. Uh, And he said, let's do it. So we launched our first mentorship groups uh, in Canada. His groups filled in like one day uh, each two. I think he started with two groups. So we very quickly had to find more mentors because the response was overwhelming and having his name and, and my network, uh, kind of us working together with our reputations, we were able to bring in some of the best artists in Canada and just took off like a rocket. We didn't even finish searching Canada for mentors before we spilled into the States. And now we're almost at the three-year mark and we're in 30 countries around the world still growing quickly. So yeah, it was a pivot. It was, felt like a small deci- decision at the time. And now we are a global thriving community. It's been wonderful. Mm. I think your business model is completely unique. I mean, there's places mm-hmm. you can take classes and whatever, you know, and what do you consider the difference between a mentor and a teacher? You probably get asked that all the time. So here it is again. Yeah, well, that's a good one. Um, one of the criteria we have for our mentors is that they're all teachers, <laughs> which yeah. might seem 
Um, odd. And that, that's because mentorship isn't that common anymore. It's an old model for sure that we're trying to breathe life back into. Um, but it's not happening a lot out there, which is why we're growing so quick because it's really important and needed. Uh, so the reason why we we want all of our mentors to have teaching experience is because it shows us that they have a sharing, giving, supportive mindset, that they're already giving back. They're already lifting up growing artists. Um, but the way that we describe mentorship is, is it's enriched teaching. It's curated teaching. So it's teaching that includes uh, lots of time for feedback for questions and for practice. So we break up the instruction into smaller pieces. So we do it month over month instead of weekly. So we have more time in between sessions for artists to take what they learned and practice and put it into, into play, assimilate it into what they're already working on for the whole month before they come back to get feedback and new teaching. Uh, and there's always time for questions and discussion. So it really, stretches out uh, the teaching in more manageable chunks and giving lots of time for artists to actually incorporate what they're learning. Mm -hmm. so, uh, Go ahead, Mike. Sorry, a quick additional thought to throw into this. Um, so I've read a lot of sort of leadership books and whatnot over my years growing in my previous career. Mm -hmm. And and one of the, the books I came across talked about something like called the 10,000 hour rule when you've practiced something for, for 10,000 hours. And I, I thought, okay, that's really cool. So I, I dove into more books about the science of that. And it's something called deliberate practice. And deliberate practice is a, it's the scientifically proven best way to get good at a skill quickly. And it's say what Olympic athletes use to get good at their skills. And, and it's, it's exactly what we call mentorship. It is this whole idea of practicing something like showing off your painting, or if you're an Olympic athlete, showing off your, your sprint and then getting feedback from an expert and that feedback, you know, applying that corrective measure and then getting feedback. So this, this, you know, practice feedback cycle is the, the proven method to get good at at a skill especially a skill with lots of nuance and a lot of years of effort behind it painting is a highly nuanced like mm -hmm. it's not you don't become a good painter you know in a year you it takes decades and decades and yes. so that that deliberate practice high feedback approach is the scientifically proven best way to do this mm -hmm. i i have heard of that ten thousand hours practice and it, it makes a lot of sense. In fact, I heard it recently with the singer uh, Ed Sheehan referred to it in one of his um, talks with, I think it was with students. And he talked about the 10,000 hours. And that that makes so much sense to me. Armin, I bet you put, a, you put in a lot of hours when you're working on your intensive graphite drawings. Uh, well, my dad was an artist. I grew up. As an artist, as a father, uh, as an only child, that's all I did. And I've been drawing ever since, so probably a lot more than 10,000 hours until. But it would be not interesting if, if I didn't find new things or if I didn't learn. And, you know, I always check for that, that new mark or way of making a new mark. And I think that's what I tell my students is that this isn't for free. You know, if you... I don't have time. I don't have time. 
it's not going to work for you. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, I proved that theory wrong with my guitar, because <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, but I never took it seriously either. But I think you're right. I mean, it, it, it takes a lot of dedication. I think if I, if you know, joke aside, if I put that kind of time into playing the piano, I would probably be a good pianist. I'm not a big believer in talent per se. I think the word talent is people gives them an excuse not to do something. Well, I don't have the talent to do that. It's like you, you think this, this is going to come out of you out of one day and all of a sudden you're going to paint? No, it takes practice like anything else. And then concept, you know, work on your concepts. And, uh, you know, there's no formula, there's nothing. It's just you, know, you and your time, you know, against the rest of the artwork. Mm-hmm. The, the totally, way, totally agree. And the way you gather uh, the feedback material is interesting because not only do you have the mentor involved, but you have a person called the navigator. Uh, how did you come up with that particular combination? What model brought that on? Oh, that's a mic question, actually. That's a mic question? Uh, okay. It's pretty yeah, and and. Really, I have to chalk that one up to a moment of inspiration. Um, when we got together with the team, sort of as the leveling up leadership phase was folding, and we said, okay, we, let's, let's survive this. Let's come up with a new plan. And Julie's putting up her hand and saying, let's try this with artists. Mm-hmm. What we also did is we sat down and says, okay, what's working well and what isn't working well with our model? And in, in, in old leadership days, we did not have this navigator model. And, and one of the things that, that often came up is sort of who's making sure new members are being welcomed? Who's making sure that the tech is running? Who's making, it's, it's always these questions of, of there's this, this skill set that's needed from somebody in the group to, to make sure that the technology is working and things run on time. And so there was a specific skill set, and we said, well, we don't, we don't know that that is always going to be present in our artist mentor. Right. So why don't we just have another person in the team who we, we know for sure is going to have that set of skills and, and that way we're, we're certain that every one of our mentorship groups has somebody who can welcome people and somebody who can time keep and somebody who can do all these, these different things that, so that way it increases the chances of success of the group because we know there's somebody in the group who's got the, so it was sort of a moment of inspiration to say, Hey, let's, let's add a 10th person to the group who, yeah, they should be paid for this. And so let's make sure that person gets paid, but they're also there receiving mentorship and, mm-hmm. and they're known to have these skills. Yeah. It was a, you know, sort of, we sat down with the team, did brainstorming. The idea was, was there and, and yeah, it's taken off. It's, it's part of the magic ingredients that makes Mastery's work so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, I have Carrie Jo. She's uh, <laughs> navigator. She does an amazing job uh, certainly makes my life easier to do these kinds of things. So I think that was a fantastic idea that, that this is part of your model. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another 
piece that they do that has developed over time is so they're an assistant to the mentor. And of course, our mentors love that, which means they love mentoring at Masterius and, and teaching. We'd have courses as well. But um, the navigator, their other role is community building within their small group. So the mentorship happens in small groups, which is an important point. Um, we're all about community. We're all about relationship. We're all about getting artists supporting each other and putting to bed the competitive nature of our industry, which is a secret mission of mine. Um, but navigators are there to get the artists in the group connecting um, and they do a separate session with the group, uh, just a casual one hour. They might paint together. They might talk about the homework, just connect. And the reason is because that's so twofold. Uh, we want to build community. We want them to learn to trust each other, to support each other. And when that happens, the mentorship session actually becomes much more valuable because they feel safe. They feel like they're with their peers, like they found their tribe. So they really can lean in. They can ask the questions they might have been embarrassed to ask before. They can share about their failures, not just brag about their successes. So it becomes a really like a life group. Um, and that's what the artists have been telling us uh, for the last three years is that they found their tribe. They use words like my life has changed. This is life-giving. Uh, so they come for the mentor and then they're blown away by the community. So that's the other aspect of that navigator role. Mm -hmm. Well, and you have some amazing artists that are part of this. And it, it feeds many different kinds of isms, mm -hmm. too, from realism to all the way to abstraction. Mm -hmm. um, how do you get artists? Do you seek them? Do they seek you? That's a great question. <laughs> it's quite the process. Um, we have two teams at Masters that are looking for our mentors. So on the website, there is a spot where someone can apply to be a mentor. Uh, you'll find that in the footer. Um, but we do most of the invitations um, out there. So we have a team of two uh, who are scouring the internet, looking for artists who meet our criteria and our criteria for Masters is very high and we do have um, professional level mentors as well. So they are looking at galleries, art associations, um, art shows online, you name it, they are looking. And uh, once they find artists who, who meet our criteria, gets passed down to the next team who then does a full evaluation of that artist. So we're looking at, um, are they teaching? Which means they're giving back, they're generous, they're non-competitive. Um, uh, how is the quality of their work? Are they master level? Um, are they networking on social media? Are they building their own network uh, as well? Um, and uh, oh, there's one more that I always forget, but there's a number of criteria. So uh, you both actually met the criteria very well. And we've been told again, again, that it's very high. So congratulations again, uh, that you both are masters at Masterius. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the, the interesting things we've learned, um, maybe this is dangerous to say, but like, we, we've looked at at art schools for potential mentors mm -hmm. and it is it's scary honestly how few art school teachers actually meet our criteria which i don't know if you've ever heard the saying those who can do and those who can't teach um and, and so who can't teach, teach gym i heard i got that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and 
So honestly, what we what we envision happening with mastery is just happening very naturally is we are becoming the alternative art school. We have the proven successful teachers doing mentorship at Mastrius in, you know, much stronger than many art school teachers currently. Not all. We, we've got some fantastic mentors who also come from art schools. So uh, it's not, it's not all or nothing, but um, we are seeing, actually we've got uh, almost 15, 20% of our artists are in multiple mentorship groups at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like some of them are three, four, five groups at once. Wow. Basically, they're taking an art school education at Masterius from Masters mm-hmm. by by totally diving in. So it's it's just fantastic to see how this community has has taken off. It's very organic. Mm-hmm. I have a question about that because, and I, I hope I'm not offending anybody out there. But I'll be careful. Don't don't yell at me. But. I, there's there's a different when you teach college, you're actually trying to weed people out that will not make it in the arts. You're not doing any favor to them. When you mm-hmm. teach personally like this, you're trying to give confidence. You don't want to weed people out. You want them to enjoy it and have belief in themselves. So there's it's basically two kind. Of, it's different things because I've taught college and there's a whole different to do on that because you don't want to necessarily uh, take somebody that doesn't have the drive or doesn't have the passion and you know they're just kind of going to feel and say this this isn't for you i would never do that with my classes because i can i can always find the trigger point what will make them more excited about art and that's what my job Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. well that's a brings up a great point that uh, the other benefit of mentorship is it's a relationship Um, These mentors are not just teaching, they're using their knowledge and expertise to help you reach your goals in your style, in your subject matter. Um, It's not about just imparting knowledge, it's about curating it so that you reach your goals. And they actually care about the artists in their group, which is phenomenal. Can you imagine having a master artist care about you as you're, uh, you know, an aspiring or emerging artist. That's what blew me away in my own journey uh, when I found my first mentor, which was hard one. That took a lot of time, money and courage and, and luck actually to find him. Um, and so now you can, now it's just so easy. Masters makes it so easy. You can do it from your studio and uh, you just pick one. Uh, and then you have a master artist who is there. They're there to help you avoid potholes along the way uh, to, you know, avoid paths you shouldn't waste your time on. And they, they point you in the right direction based on your goals. Um, so it's just phenomenal to have that sort of relationship at your fingertips long term. Mm-hmm. You know, along that line, the different relationships you you have, and I call it a phenomenon where you have mentors actually being mentored by other mentors. And I think that is amazing because that's mm-hmm. bringing the skill level and building the community. And it just shows how that non-competitive nature is working out. You know, for example, um, me as a, as a master artist and, and mentor could, 
could study more from a mentor who knows some of the business ins, ins and outs and the marketing mm-hmm. ins and outs. That would be a perfect fit for, for an established artist. You know, you mm-hmm. have different levels like that for, for entry into picking your mentors. Can you name, or I'm sure you can, tell us about those different levels that people can enter this. Yeah, we've got it all now. Uh, Masteries is an ecosystem start to finish the whole journey yeah. can happen at Masteries. We have, uh, so for a beginner artist, we have courses. Uh, the mentorship starts when you're an aspiring artist. And uh, we define aspiring at mastery as, as more of a hobby artist or leisure artist. So you, you, mostly for our aspiring artists, they usually find that they haven't found their style yet. They're not selling to the public yet, but that's one of their goals. Um, and then an emerging artist at mastery is, is more of a side hustle artist or a career uh, artist. Um, and they are looking more for that whole picture of technical, the business to marketing. Um, they're looking for it all. We also have accomplished artists, uh, too, who are more at the professional level who don't really need the technical uh, support anymore. But they're they're uh, looking for more of the mindset. And what are my long term goals and why am I doing this anyways? Uh, am I doing the right thing? Am I painting out of passion or am I? painting out that it's a job, you know, that it's a work. Um, Anyway, so, and then our mentors are either professional level or their master level. So really we see the whole continuum from beginner to masterdom at Mm -hmm. masters. And we actually see people graduate. So we've had groups of aspiring artists that have been mentored for a year or two years or so, and then they graduate to become emerging artists. We've Mm -hmm. seen emerging artists become accomplished or accomplished artists becoming mentors. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, our masters getting mentored by other masters. It's crazy. It's so good. And we're all, we're all in it together. (laughs) There's so many events and different, uh, and Mike, you've led several chats for the masters and for community chats. They're, they're wonderful. It's a wonderful resource. And the event system is now, you have that cataloged as a a library that people can, with a membership, can get access to. How many uh, units are in the library at this point? It's got to be a lot. We have, uh, at this point, it's over 100 of our uh, weekly live events. Mm -hmm. The, The recordings of those are available in this library. We started doing these events well, a few months after we, we started in the artist space as a great way to showcase our, our new mentors. And actually what we found is many of, of the artists that were, were coming to us were quite intimidated by, by their heroes. They're, you know, this master artist, like, there's no way I could ever be vulnerable. I could ever show my work to this individual like that. That would be so humiliating for me. And, and what we found is by putting them on the stage and, and showing people, no, they're real human beings with, with a lot of wisdom, but, but real approachable humans. Mm-hmm. We started building this weekly library of these live events. And then after, oh, it was after almost a year and a half of, of building this library, we realized, wait a sec, we've got this fantastic treasure trove of wisdom that our members would love to dive back into, to 
to discuss again, you know, how to price your artwork or um, listen to some of the art critiques that have been shared or different social media tips and tricks, a lot of this. And, and, and we can chat maybe a little bit about mentor transition is sort of what I'm leading to here. What we also found is our members were able to go to this library and meet other mentors and say, oh, I've been learning with Armin mm-hmm. for the last six months. I'm ready for the next step in my journey, but who would that be? And so they can dive into the library and, and get to know these mentors and, and realize, okay, I would love to have Val as my next mentor because of her recording in the library. Mm-hmm. That's that's so true. That's, that's really good to have. And know. they're entertaining. You know, mm-hmm. that the um the, the little the membership that you have available for that is so affordable that I equate it to watching Netflix. I would rather watch these events than waste my time on a bunch of Netflix, kind of. I mean, <laughs> I do watch Netflix once in a while, but you can, you can, as an artist, think to yourself, hey, I could be watching three hours of these wonderful art productions. And they really are entertaining and very uh, worthwhile. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure every mentor has a bit of different ways to think about composition, uh, the way okay. they use art, uh, uh, you know, the ideas and, and all those kinds of things. So if you're taking one that's very successful and you take that person three or four times, this happened to me in school. I took this class so many times, the instructor finally told me, I'm not going to teach you anymore. You got to go. You know, because I kept taking the same class over and over again because the concept, the idea of concept was so important to that finally mm-hmm. kicked me out of the class. But, <laughs> uh, you know, and I noticed there's certain teachers here that get a lot of students. And so they're very successful at that. Mm-hmm. Are there people in there that might be hesitant to try new mentors because of that? Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's, it happens often. I think where a new person, a new artist comes to mastery is they choose their first mentor. They've never had this experience again. They choose someone they've admired for years and years and years, and then they want to work with them and never, never leave, <laughs> which is great. Um, and we have groups that will stay with a mentor for over a year. Um, there we have groups that are getting close to a year and a half with one mentor and, um, well, yeah, and that's, that's part of the, the beauty of it. We do encourage those groups to, uh, move to another mentor and discover how much that opens up, um, their learning again, because each mem- mentor sees things so differently which is something we love to highlight at Mastery is there's not one way to do this journey. There's not one way to paint successfully or create. There's not one definition of even what success is. So, so get out there and, and work with multiple mentors. If you can do it at once, that's fine or do it consecutively. And it really opens up your world to different ways of looking at what you're doing. In your entry-level classes, uh, and I'm going to say they're not all entry level there. I, and I took the one on marketing and I absolutely loved it. Um, there, the classes are usually, oh, I'm going to guess anywhere from three sessions to six sessions that you get together. Um, 
And that's that's a definite way that you can get to know Mastrias in a shorter term time frame. And it and like you said, by getting to know that instructor, that instructor then in your mind becomes a potential mentor applicant mm-hmm. or a mentor that you might gravitate toward. So that yeah. that's fairly the courses you added within this last year, right? Was that yeah, a actually, new? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually one of our mentors that uh, said, hey, guys, why aren't you doing courses? I want you to do one of my courses, Mitchell Albala out of Seattle. Uh-huh. Um, and so we thought, well, if Mitchell wants to do a course in mastery, as I imagine other mentors do, too. So let's launch courses. We're, <laughs> we're always trying new things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're right. It's, it's a nice way to taste test, really, yeah. a mentor. Um, because they're, yeah, they're all already first mentors at Masterius and meet that high criteria. And then they do courses on the side of mentorship, which is great because then you can do real focused learning in a certain area while you're getting mentored uh, alongside your own sort of goals and needs as a unique artist. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to meet mentors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I was thinking about, I have the strong specialty. And that's just one thing. I do a lot of iPhone work and stuff like that. But I could I could easily take a ment I mean a, a, I could easily mentor a student that might not be interested in that very tight realism because that's not yeah. what I'm about. That's just the way I choose the work. But it's about concept, getting ideas, composition. What are you saying with your work? I don't care if you if you draw loose. I don't even care if you're a painter. It still comes to the same thing about the concept. The design, the craft, and then the presentation. That's what it is. And that can be any medium. Now, if somebody wants watercolor from me, I'm sorry. I'd rather <laughs> juggle with chainsaws than teach watercolor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's... Uh, now, the technology needed for this whole operation is mind-boggling. Let me put it that way, because you, when you go to your website, it's very, it's a very easy website to navigate, but there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, do you have a, a wizard out there doing all this? And, and how did you, how did that come about? It's an amazing yeah. website. Thank you. We get lots of compliments on it. We're very organized. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, is, Mike, as you know, is a recovering engineer and I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> and, and behind us, we have a fantastic team of, oh, I think 19 plus, uh, a lot of artists on our team, a lot of creatives on our team. And our co-founder, Victor Lee, is actually our chief tech uh, officer, so he's got a team as well. So yeah, we we do have a strong technology side to Mastrius that's building this so that it's seamless, so that it's um, just an easy thing to step into and make part of your um, your practice as an artist. Mm-hmm. Well, as a mentor, there was a bit of a learning curve to maneuver everything around. There's a lot of different things on there, uh, and. Uh, you know, the navigator certainly helped me with that. And just just going and trying. I mean, anything technology-wise, I just have to play around. I don't go to how-to videos because they don't help. So I just try it and try it. And, and it was it's very easy now to maneuver, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for the mentor. You know. mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's great news to, to hear. Um, a couple of things that, that 
principles that design or drive a lot of what we do is, is mastery is, is, is by artists for artists. So the, the website is yeah very intuitive for artists, which is great because it's a team of artists that are saying, no, no, here's what it needs to look like. Mm-hmm. And, and then another principle that we, we really lean into is, is continual learning as to what's working and what's not. And so the website that you see or master's chat where, where you upload your images, like a lot of that is based on something well, what did not look like that initially, but it's been iterated and evolved based yeah. on feedback, based on what works and what doesn't. So we're, we're always learning, always trying to make it better and easier. Um, don't have all of it solved yet. A long ways away from having it all of it solved, but, but always learning. Mm-hmm. The, um, the professionalism comes across in the events. And also I've recently participated in the Mastrius art shows, which is a great component to the whole uh, system and the beauty. And I tell my students this, the beauty of it is it's an art show where the deadline is the driver, really, because you're creating new work that is specific to that particular art show. So each artist has approximately a month to create new work. So it builds an excitement and it's very professionally displayed and it and it's a limited time period that this show goes on Instagram and that you can access it on the website. And I really think that's a good, uh, a wonderful carrot for artists that are mm-hmm. in mentorships and in the classes to participate in those art shows. It's kind of like a culmination of your work and, and working with that deadline. Who thought of that? <laughs> Who came up with this? Yeah. Idea? <laughs> well, it just, it just naturally happened because, um, you know, as a growing artist, these are things we have to learn how to do if we want to be a selling artist, right? And and many That's of right. our members do. So what better way to learn than to do? So art, doing art shows made sense. So now we have aspiring artists doing their very first art show at Masterius, selling their very first painting to the public at Masterius, starting their CV because they are now in art shows at Masterius. Um, that's really what motivated, um, us opening up art shows and and making that part of what we do, because we need a place for artists to be practicing that in, in our safe community, uh, among friends. And we work hard again to be non-competitive with our art shows as well. So we do a lot of co-marketing, co-promoting. We are, we are celebrating and lifting up each other in the art show, not just ourselves and our own artwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, uh, there's a story, actually, one of our members, Terry. So one of the uh, requirements I came up with for our art show is that if you want to be in the show, you have to have a website. And it doesn't have to be a complicated website. It can be a one pager. But if you want to be a selling artist, you have to be the one selling with us. We do this together. And there was a lot of pushback, especially from our aspiring artists who didn't know how to build a website. And of course, then we did events. And this is how you build a website. So we're trying to be really supportive and make it doable. And uh, one of our artists, Terry, she she gave us some pushback. and And I said, you know what, Terry, just trust me build the website, trust me, you'll, you'll thank me later. Mm-hmm. And so she did it. And she had about two months before the show, 
She built her website, applied, she got into the show. And before the show even happened, she sold two paintings to strangers from her website. And shortly after that, her first show got gallery representation. None of that would have happened without the website. Um, and so it's stuff like that, that, that we know is gonna be helpful. And, and we need to kind of help our artists take those hard steps to find success. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's kind of what initiated our art shows at Masters. Oh, that is such a great story. I love that. I love that success that she had. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, what's new on the horizon? Any, any reveals you want to talk about today or? <laughs> I know that you've recruited quite a few mentors in the last year. That seems to be growing pretty fast. Um, mm -hmm. any worldwide goals going on? Yes. To take over the world. Yeah. Community support. <laughs> So our our vision with Masters is, is is to change the world. We we want to have an impact on the world's creatives, uh, and so we're we're starting in the place we know well of fine art painting, and it's already happening that we're branching out a little bit. We've got a quilter doing mentorship at Masters. We've tested photography, and that went really well. Um, one of our artist mentors is also an author and she's like us to explore. So we, we, so this is all in line with our vision. We want to lift up the world's creatives with mentors and mentorship and, and with safe community and with non-competitive values. Mm -hmm. So, so our goal is to grow Mastrius to you know, global scale across all sorts of different creative industries to do that. We, you, you don't grow something like that slowly. Um, we have visions of this being an investor funded entity, which at the, if that's successful, that returns money to our investors. And, and so again, we're lifting up another group of individuals uh, and many of our investors to date are actually artists from our community. So it's not just rich making rich richer. Like we want to lift up artists. We want to lift up, so, um, yeah, our, our goals are to change culture, culture, to change the world and to do it with the support of wonderful community of just people helping people. Mm -hmm. Love that. Creatives are leaders. Creatives are the ones who think outside of the box. They're the ones who do really courageous things and lead, uh, lead our culture really um, and so we see creatives as being those uh, those people that lead the rest of us. And uh, so if we can make uh, the world a better place for creatives to really soar, I just imagine the impact that this will have worldwide. I, I can imagine that is a wonderful message to have mm -hmm. to build up the creatives and then have the outside world coming to the creatives for not only ideas about aesthetics or uh, reading and writing, but real ideas on how to organize and and cultivate non-competitive spirit. I love that idea. That's 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 a great reveal. I like that. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add here? Let's see. We. I'd like to. I'd oh, like to Armin. Yes. About Julie, I, you know. Yeah. 
there's all the amazing works from many different mentors. Uh, uh, yours is very unique. Your work, mm -hmm. personal yeah. work. There's kind of a Grant Wood flow through that, you know, that that kind of Grant Wood space of you being part of the wind and all those kinds of things. Uh, just a quick question. How did you come upon your style of work? It's not a quick answer, but I'll share it. Um, you know, it's it's funny because finding your style can be really hard for some artists. And um, I found for me, it took about two years to submit to the style that was bursting out of me. I hated it this flowy smooth style was not what I was going for it's not the kind of artwork that I was attracted to myself as a collector and so I resisted it for two years and that was like banging my head against the wall getting nowhere because it was in me a certain way and I needed to honor that and so after two years I relinquished control and just trusted that God put it in me right and that that that, that my job was to let it come out and hone it um, and, and so that's what I did and <clears throat> where it comes from actually. So I'm about 13 years in as a professional painter. What I did not know was where that came from. Cause it always was bold. It always was big. It always was flowing. And it was one of my mentors at Masterius actually, who helped me figure that out. Um, so she, she asked, why is your, your work so unique like that? Where does that come from? And I said, I have no idea. Sometimes I think I'm crazy, but this is how it comes out. You're so an she, artist. We all think we're crazy. <laughs> I know. Um, I've asked, are you high when you paint? Like, of no. course I am. <laughs> I'm high on life. Anyways, and so she her what she assigned me to do that month was do a deep dive back in my history and look at all the artwork I've done since I was a kid and then to make a visual presentation for our group. And I did. And so I showed all the artwork and spoke through, you know, what I was thinking in this and then how it developed into that and what was happening in my life when it changed into this. But all the while there were these threads of continuity that followed me all, all throughout my life. And that's what she and the group then gave me feedback on after I did my presentation. And that was so eye-opening and life-giving to me because I did not see the threads before. To add to that story, um, when I was interviewing one of our mentors at Masterius, he came to our Zoom meeting and said, hey, Julie, I looked you up and I think your artwork is awesome. I just was wondering, are you a dancer? And I was so confused by the question. I'm like, no, I'm an artist. I'm not a dancer. But I didn't say that. I was like, no, I'm not an, I'm not a dancer. Why do you ask? He said, oh, Julie, because your artwork dances. Mm -hmm. And no one had ever said that to me before. And so I tucked that away. And when I did this assignment for my group and for my mentor, I remembered my childhood was full of dancing. I danced everywhere. I, I wanted to be in dance class, but we couldn't afford it or, or whatever. Um, but I had friends who were in dance class and I, they, I made them teach me everything they knew. I danced, I sang, I played instruments. Um, that was all a huge part of my childhood that I never really had a chance to pursue. And so I think it actually got repressed. And when I started painting, it exploded out of me and I did not see it coming. 
And so um, this exercise that my mentor gave me was so eye-opening because it was coming out of me subconsciously, but now I know. And so now I can very consciously pursue it. And I'm having so much fun developing my style and it's starting to morph and change. And it's breathing life back into um, not just my work, but into, into me that now I know why my work is so different and I can really just chase it down and enjoy, enjoy that. So yeah, it's, and you do, you are a mentor as well, right? I am now. Yeah. As a professional, that's right. I'm working with aspiring artists. Yeah. Well, I, I, I I really enjoyed looking at your work and, and uh, kind of shameless plug. I do. I am a mentor. (laughs) Yes. I, I'm much more friendly mm-hmm. looking than I look when you see my picture. <laughs> yeah, so. you can you no, can you... find us out there on Maestrius and sign Absolutely. up. And it's wonderful. Yeah, we're we're proud to have you both uh, on our team of mentors. And definitely, if you're interested in finding a mentor, look for Valerie and Armin. They they both have a page at Maestrius all about them. Um, it's a fantastic team. Oh, thank you. And you are quite a team too, Mike and Julie. I We really appreciate you spending time with us. We've been looking forward to this podcast. And like I said, we've had lots of questions out here in our Midwest community. So this awesome. will go uh, live um, Tuesday, August 1st. To, yeah. Oh, so perfect. looking forward to... Uh, sharing this with everyone and folks will put a website in the show notes and any other articles we find that are relevant. And uh, I'm sorry about Canada losing the world at the world cup today. Oh, no. (laughs) Appreciate your condolences. I did watch the game. (laughs) I'll put Uh, photos up on Instagram that will follow along this week. So you all, you audience out there, just share away and give us some comments on how you like this uh, episode. So looking forward Thank to you. maybe someday meeting both of you in person. That would be nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for having us. This has been a, a great pleasure to speak with you and to work with you so um, much. Thank you. Thank you listeners for joining us for episode 53. It was such a pleasure to talk with Julie and Mike DeBoer from Mastrius. To learn more about Mastrius, go to mastrius.com at M-A-S-T-R-I-U-S dot com and take a look at the website. It's an amazing one. I'd also like to thank our sponsors, Golden Apple Studio and Residency in Down East, Maine. I just returned from a wonderful residency there and I have so much energy by being there to create new work, which I started. So keep an eye out. They're now taking applications for 2025. But if you have any questions at all, email director and artist Shelly Stevens at S-N-S-T-E-V-E-N-S at goldenapplestudio.com. She'll be able to fill you in on the latest about Golden Apple Residencies. Thank you for listening. You can find our past and future episodes at anchor.fm, Spotify, and Apple Podcast.
Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page, Art Ladders, The Creative Climb, with Valerie Allen and Armin Mersman. Special thanks to our producer, Taylor Kramer of Cold Shower Media. And check out our websites, ValerieAllenArt.com, ArminMersman.com. Stay creative, stay curious, and we'll see you next time.